0: Sounds weird when you turn on my mic in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah, you don't know this part, do you? No, I don't. Oh my wow. god!
1: Wow, I could have let that song play all the way. You really out. could it's have. Such a good song. I oh. was
0: fully prepared.
1: Yeah, I would have. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> you are listening to Good Talk on Hair UI eighty-nine point seven FM. This is your host Cressy Good, and yes,
0: and uh, I good Eye. <laughs> I'm your your co-host, the uh, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah? Because we go into the outback, baby.
1: Oh! Um, Andrew Sullivan. That's yeah, your name. Yeah, what's up?
0: That was really bad. I apologize to any uh, Australian listeners to- who may that have we been have? incredibly offended by that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hello. You um, are listening to Good Talk. It's a good time where we talk about band stuff. So let's dive into it. We were not on the air last Sunday. We apologize. So we were on the air what... It was like the when the Northwestern game happened. I think that was been two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So we said that we were gonna be on the air after Thanksgiving break ended. But then there was a giant blizzard in Iowa City. And then also our studio door was locked and you can't do a show without a studio. So we had to cancel. But we're back, so apologies for all our disappointed the five disappointed people.
0: Yeah, we got a ton of snow and ice that night and like it got it froze over the next day, but um I had to walk home from work at 8 p.m. in 13-degree weather.
1: Yeah, that's a long walk. Yeah,
0: it's usually like a 20-minute walk. It turned into a 35-minute walk. And when I got home, I didn't even go inside. I uh, spent another 15 minutes chipping off my car, (laughs) and then I drove to Taco Bell.
1: Oh, yeah? In a blizzard? (laughs) The blizzard
0: was over. There was just ice everywhere.
1: I Okay, dude, what do you think is worse about winter weather? Is it driving in it, or is it walking in it? Yes. Both? (laughs) I think... Okay, at least I don't know. Driving, at least you don't have to be cold. You know, where when you're walking outside,
0: so- you spend at least the first twenty minutes <laughs> scraping of, of ice the drive. off your car. No, like even once you've gotten in the car and you start driving, your fingers will be frozen because you have to touch the wheel, and oh. the wheel is not going to warm up for at least the first fifteen to twenty minutes of that drive. Unless I don't know, you have a better car than me, which you probably do. But um, <laughs> Hot take. yeah, yeah, I, I'm a chilly boy.
1: But you know, when we're not going to be chilly. Tampa. Yeah. So.
0: yeah, back. Can you stop? <laughs> yeah, back. Steakhouse. You stop? Are we going to be? Do you think we're going to be coconut shrimp or the bloomin' onion this year? Because oh. last year or two years ago we were coconut shrimp, and like I know that defeat may Some have tasted bad.
1: Okay. Defeat tasted bad. People don't bad, know what you're free, talking about. My free
0: bloomin' onion at Outback Steakhouse tasted <gasps> so so sweet.
1: When you say, do you think we're going to be the bloomin' onion or the coconut shrimp? They can know. you explain what they that know. means? Okay.
0: So. At the Outback Bowl, each team is assigned either Bloomin' Onion or Coconut Shrimp. And they even have Coconut Shrimp and Bloomin' and Onion, like, mascots yeah, there. Yeah, it's like It's amazing. <laughs> but the reason they are is, is it's a promotion for Outback Steakhouse. So after the bowl, depending on who wins, if you go to an Outback Steakhouse the following day and order literally anything, you can get a free Coconut Shrimp or Bloomin' Onion appetizer dish for the table. And that'll be, like, whichever team won, you get that dish. Well, so, like, we lost to Florida two years ago, and I still went to Outback and got my free Bloomin'
1: onion. Oh, so did I. 100%. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to the Outback Bowl. Um, this will be Selva and I's second time going there because we went two my sophomore ago. year, your junior year. It was a very fun bowl, though. I had a oh lot God. of fun there. We did a lot of relaxing, and we went to uh, Bush Gardens, which is, a like, a theme park. I wrote bush is gonna of...
0: take us to bush gardens
1: <laughs> oh my god we're, we're going to
0: dr bush Bruh. gardens yeah
1: oh oh that's gonna be like a meme i guarantee absolutely it. <laughs> um, probably already is but yeah they had that was really fun um we did like a battle of the bands thing and i watched like coconut shrimp and like blooming onion square up at like a battle of the bands thing. that was
0: so good i got a picture with both of them
1: I that, do that
0: like we, we were taking just a lot of pics on the beach i also made it my goal uh, when like we we did some pep rally on the beach where we were all in like our gold yeah. polos and khaki shorts, yeah, yeah, which will probably be traded out for tracksuits. Oh, yeah. uh, this year or maybe the okay. warmer version with the dry fit shirt and the shorts, probably because we're on the we beach. We don't know, but um, unofficial uniforms basically. Yeah. Uh, but we were out there, and then a bunch of sections like afterwards were taking like group photos on the beach, and we were fed at this event, and I had all these bananas. Because I just, like, I kept taking more bananas. And so I'm in the background of at least, like, six different section photos because I would, like, maneuver into a good spot and then just start eating my banana on camera until they took the photo.
1: Selva, you're such a trickster. You're so funny. In case
0: you guys haven't noticed, I'm weird.
1: I'm a weirdo. He's so quirky.
0: (laughs) I don't fit in. And I don't want to fit in. (laughs) No, I just, like, I thought it would be funny, and I knew that no one else would think it was funny.
1: That's very much on brand so, with
0: you. <laughs> but you know what? If it makes me laugh, it's good enough. It's like my, um, oh, well, uh, mm. beans.
1: Okay. All right. Moving on. Um. So, yeah, we're going to the Outback Bowl. Um. You'll probably hear all about that trip when we come back. Um. Second semester. It's just so you know. Next week, um, on Sunday, is going to be our season finale of fall semester. We will not be having a guest, but we'll just be chatting and catching up and having a good time.
0: And so. since that will not fill up an hour and a half, we will probably think up some other special gimmick that will we'll release via our Twitter feed once we know what we're doing. <laughs>
1: Undisclosed. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. In the sure.
0: past, we've done like what debates. Uh, we've done. We've done we did advice. We did karaoke. Karaoke doesn't fill that much time. Uh, it is very fun. Uh,
1: so yeah, be sure to listen still um, and we'll give you more information about what our uh, second semester show schedule will be like. Um, In other news, um, it's dead week. Is it really dead though?
0: For This is my first dead week that feels like a dead week because like uh, my Russian class we're just reviewing for finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, my econ class we're just uh, watching the last video and reviewing for finals. Uh, really, so it's it's just finals. I just have one lecture that has a uh, an exam this week, and that's because that lecture does not have a final.
1: Do you have a lot of finals? So finals? I, I have two. Oh, that, that's what that's I not have. bad at all.
0: And one of them is at the primo time, the the best possible time for finals. It is a, it's a Monday final at eight p.m. <gasps>
1: that's when my final is. Selva
0: best time. It it's is the is first good time. day of the week, so you get done. But early, it's late, so you don't. Have to but get up it's early. late in the day, so not only. Do, do you get to like get a healthy amount of sleep, but you can get up at a decent hour, make breakfast, and you can spend the whole day studying?
1: And, but then get it over with in the first day. Yes, that's that's the move.
0: That's 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 how to cram healthily.
1: <laughs> that it is. You're um, on good time.
0: Your number one destination for study tips.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't get study tips from us <laughs> at all. Um, other things that happen that are in relation to ban our last home game ever. Well, for us. As marching band members happened. What do you
0: suck at, sc- Nebraska?
1: Oh, yeah, Nebraska <laughs> lost. Um, <laughs> they're probably my least favorite Big Ten team.
0: They have been, so I've, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but I've hated Nebraska since infancy.
1: Since infancy. So, uh,
0: as, as many of our listeners know, I was born and raised in Columbia, Missouri, home of the Mizzou Tigers. And uh, back then, Mizzou, of course, was in the Big 12. They were not in the SEC. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they were in the Big 12, Nebraska was also in the Big 12. And so I hated Nebraska back then. And then uh, Mizzou switched to the SEC, Nebraska moved to the Big 10, and then little old Selva moved up to Iowa, and I was also in the Big 10. So I got to carry over my hatred of Nebraska from school to school, which was very nice, as opposed to like KU, which isn't even a real rival for Mizzou anymore, I guess. I don't know. But the moral of that story, is, <laughs> boo. Their corn is bad, and they're worse. And uh, their mascot looks like Purdue Pete, dressed like in a, in a Woody Halloween costume. <laughs> he
1: does. Any mascot that's like a human kind of
0: freaks me. Human out mascots a bit. are bad. They're bad. <laughs> they're bad. Uh, like <laughs> they're unless bad. <laughs> the only good, the only good type of human mascot is if you go the Notre Dame route, which is it's literally just a dude in a leprechaun suit. He's not wearing a giant fake head or anything. It's, it's just like he's a dude. He is a man. Dressed as a leprechaun. That's a that's a good human mascot. He's not dressed as Purdue Pete, you know, the, the Eldritch horror from some Lovecraftian novel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Purdue Pete. I think Purdue Pete's the scariest
0: Purdue Pete is the offspring of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We
1: don't we don't like um we don't like Nebraska on this show, and we don't like Purdue Pete. Perdue- like, I got nothing
0: against <laughs> Purdue, but Purdue Pete haunts my nightmares. Yeah, legs.
1: he does. <laughs> <laughs> But how did you um how did you feel in your last game? Cause I I was just it didn't really hit me. I saw a lot of other seniors like crying and being like, "This is my last time marching on Kinnick," and it just didn't hit me because it's like, well, we still have the bowl trip, yeah. and then I also like we still have band prom, which is like a little thing we do, and I don't think it'll hit me until I'm like till next year during this time, and I'll be like, "Oh, I'm not in band." Weird.
0: Yeah. So like, this is my second senior game because I'm yeah. I'm old. But uh, last year when I did it, it didn't really phase me at all mm-hmm. uh I got hit with the big sad at this game mostly because um I spent a long time in the trumpet section and you know I, I loved all my trumpet friends and everything uh one thing about being in a smaller section is that all of them you hang out with all of them all the time Oh yeah. like there's only 14 sousaphones right now and so like I see them all all the time and they were all just very, uh, very like supportive and like, oh, we're saying goodbye to Selva. And I got a lot of hugs and it just it gave me the big sad. No, and it was also yeah. like um, at one point Bush was going down the line and he was shaking everybody's hands and he like shook my hand and it hit me that like, um, like I haven't seen Bush in four years, but like he was my my T.A., my freshman year in marching band. And that just feels really special.
1: That's cute. Yeah, I I understand the whole like small section thing. My section's 11 people. And I think that's definitely what I'll miss more than anything is just hanging out with like those people every day, even though like some of us don't know each other very well. Like it's just still like that camaraderie and the like, yeah. like you're a tenor. Like, yeah, we're like friends. Like you're just automatically friends with people in your section. You're automatically friends with band people. Like I just, I'll, I'll really miss that. That was sappy. Anyway, <laughs> um, what else do we got? What did you do during Thanksgiving break? I mean, that happened too. We didn't discuss that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I disappointed my mother. Because okay. uh, I spent Thanksgiving break here in Iowa City working at the front desk of Courier uh, oh. Residence Hall. Oh, you so disappointed your mother. I processed uh, packages. I filled out law school applications, and then I went home and I played my brand new copy of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, which came out a couple weeks ago. And yeah. I spent most of break uh, playing Pokemon. You've
1: been really wanting to talk about Pokemon. I just you. I
0: really like Pokemon and I just like I need to talk about a few discrepancies with like the whole Pokemon universe how long is this gonna take not that long it's just the (laughs) biggest thing in it is that there are literal Pokemon gangsters like there's Team Rocket is basically the Pokemon mafia oh yeah they're like like the bad guys right yeah and part of the whole story of the game is that like one of the last gym leaders you fight is the big boss of Team Rocket Giovanni which you fought multiple times previously in the game and you are a 10 year old And you take down a mob boss by having your pets beat up his pets. Not only that, when you beat him, he gives you a badge, he gives you money, and then he, like, gives up on his career of crime. This is a mob boss. He could just cap you.
1: Interesting take.
0: (laughs) But no, a 10-year-old walks into, like, the headquarters of the Mafia and has... Imagine this in, like, The Godfather. If at the end of The Godfather, Marlon Brando is there, and a 10-year-old walks in, his dog beats up Marlon Brando's cat, and then the 10-year-old is the Godfather. That's Pokemon. If that's the only thing you know about Pokemon now, that's all you need to know.
1: You know, you should write, like, an (laughs) animal... That sounds like a great, like um thesis for like an analytical um essay you should analyze pokemon and how that'll be my personal statement i turn
0: into the law school yeah, you, you guys want to know how i feel about the, about the crime underworld of pokemon? of pokemon
1: in this essay i will um let's see do we have anything else
0: happening
1: oh you oh well Gala? Is it gala or gala? It's gala. Gala. People
0: say gala. That's an apple. Um, that happened. But
1: <laughs> and our SAI gala, gala did it occur, happened. and
0: your informal occurred. And uh, was yours Christmas themed? Because ours was.
1: Yours is. What? Well, ours. Um. Yeah, it was like ugly sweater
0: thing. A little Christmas party. It was cute. That's they played uh,
1: Mariah Carey just like we did. So yeah,
0: I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, it's uh, December second, my dad's birthday. Happy fifty fifth, Thomas. He um No. My dad. <laughs> Hi, Dad.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway. No, but um, what was that? Oh yeah, it's December second, which means we are on day two of Christmas. Right. We're it's... on the Christmas creep. It's yeah. it's happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so for this show and next show, it's going to be all Christmas music. I'm sorry, but also you're welcome. She's not. I'm not sorry, but, <laughs> but also you're welcome. Because we picked, like, good Christmas songs And my – well, actually
0: – I picked her least favorite Yeah, one. he picked
1: my least favorite for the last but one. But I
0: like it, and we'll there will be more on that later.
1: All right, before we move on, here's a brief PSA. Oh, hi. Right now I'm getting a
2: remarkably heartfelt bear hug from Smokey Bear. Thanks, big guy. Now, if you could let me down uh, –
0: See, I made sure there were no low-hanging branches when I set up my campfire. And before we left, I drowned out my campfire, stirred it, drowned it out again, then made sure it was cold. <clears throat> Visit SmokeyBear.com to learn tips to prevent wildfires.
2: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
0: Only you can prevent wildfires. Heck yeah. So Smokey killed that guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, if you're currently just tuning in, be sure to live tweet to uh, hashtag Good Talk G O D E Talk. Um, get that live tweet feed going. We, oh yeah, and be sure if you um, are familiar with our guest Greg, be sure to be asking him questions throughout this hour, and we will read some to him. Anyway, um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about that happened to you in the last two weeks that we didn't cover? Mm. Let's see. What did I do? I went to Colorado. Ooh, that was fun.
0: Oh, yeah, you did. I got a lot of snaps from you. You were very excited about Oh, I was you know, excited. Colorado.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love mountains. What can I say? Yeah. Um, otherwise, I didn't really do anything. Where'd you so go?
0: Did you go to, like, Denver or, like, Colorado Springs? Because I got do I family to? down there.
1: We went to Denver, specifically. Oh. We stayed with this, like, hippie couple, and it was iconic. They saged us. I don't know. Yeah.
0: They saged you. Yeah,
1: like with sage. I don't know. I don't know what it means. Were they
0: were they like cleansing your aura?
1: Yeah, something like that. Cause like it was like is, our Airbnb. It
0: because was, like you're supposed to burn. Were they like burning sage? Because yeah. that's supposed to be how you get rid of evil spirits.
1: Yeah, they. I. I. They were like, this is how we're gonna get rid of all this negative, like your negative energy that you've had. And I was like, please, <laughs> please get rid of it. <laughs> get her out of the way. I always
0: keep some emergency sage around in case of a haunting.
1: Do you? Do you? No, really? but I really
0: should because like I am not trying to mess with ghosts. Yeah. I have a very strict no Ouija boards rule. Like, if, if someone brings a Ouija board into my house, I'm moving.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Do you no have demons a... here.
1: No, not none here.
0: Mm-hmm. Not on my watch.
1: Yeah. Do you have um, some news, Salva?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been a busy couple of weeks, but uh, highlights for you. There was a uh, tax protest in Paris. Um, they were protesting higher taxation, as well as some of them were just protesting uh, Emmanuel Macron's uh, presidency. Interesting. Um, the uh, we lost uh, former President uh, George Herbert Walker Bush uh, just oh, yeah. uh, just like two days ago, I think.
1: Yeah, it was on Friday. I think
0: um, he was, of course, the president before Clinton. It was, yes. it was, it was Bush Clinton Bush. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we lost. Uh, we lost Big Bush. Little Bush is still kicking, and of course, Doctor Bush is doing great. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so no worries that. there. But <laughs> uh, in other news, the trade dispute between uh, America and China has been put on hold as uh, President Trump and uh, President uh, Xi Jinping have come to an agreement on a ninety-day truce, which basically just means that the current tariffs will not be raised for ninety days until. So that they can like work on coming to an agreement. However, if they don't in ninety days, they can continue rising tariffs against each other, which is fun. Fun fact yeah. about President of China Xi Jinping. I don't um, know any
1: facts about him, so hit me with it.
0: Somebody memed him. Literally, of course, of course it, it there was a meme that some China, that like got big in China that he looked like uh, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> and he doesn't really look that much like Winnie the Pooh. But it, it was <laughs> like he was so offended by it that images of Winnie the Pooh are censored in China. <laughs> and sad. I find that absolutely hysterical. That's
1: so wild. Oh my God. Really? Right?
0: Yeah. Like imagine What did Winnie the
1: Pooh do anything? In America,
0: we couldn't watch Back to the Future too because of Biff Tanit.
1: <laughs> oh I get it. I get the reference right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very obscure reference that you just pulled, but yeah. I liked it. Also,
0: a few days ago, a Ukrainian uh, vessel crossed into Russian waters and was seized by the Russian military. It and its crew are still being held. Uh, and President Putin has said that at this point he is not willing to release them. Uh, there is no trade agreement to trade them for uh, Russian prisoners so uh, yeah, some tensions there. That's Yike. super fun. Uh, we we love when uh, when Putin gets aggressive, but yeah, that's what I got for you. All
1: right, here's what I got for you in pop culture news. Um, so our boy Nick Jonas, um, Jake Jonas, <laughs> Jake, as you said, Jake Jonas before the show. Nick Jonas, uh, formerly of the Jonas Brothers and current uh, pop star, just got married to I'm gonna butcher her name, Payal. Priyanka Chopra. Thank yep, Priyanka Chopra. Thank you. Um, but yeah, they got married, so it was all over the news, so congrats, Nick Jonas. She's
0: the star of that FBI show, right? I don't know. It's not Scandal, but it's by the Scandal Lady, I think.
1: The Scandal Lady? The
0: Scandal Lady. She did Scandal, she did How to Get Away with Murder, two very good shows. Grey's Anatomy, a less good show. What is her name? Um, Oh, Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. It's a Shondaland show.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, they got married, so congrats, Nick Jonas, and I believe that means all the Jonas Brothers are off the market. Frankie. Oh God, he's the forgotten Jonas, though. I mean, the OG. He's the crazy. bonus
0: Jonas. He is never forgotten. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. And uh, if you if you if you want to talk extended family, I think Big Rob. I don't know if Big Rob's ever okay, been on the market. Big,
1: shut up. But, Big Rob is not a Jonas brother. But
0: okay, no. If you married Big Rob, you are marrying into the Jonas family. No. I don't. I don't know if Big Rob is already married, and if if so, I'm sorry, Mrs. Big Rob. But um, if you could, you know. If you could marry Big Rob, you're a Jonas. That's how it works. There's, There are five Jonas Brothers. There's, there's. Okay, pra- all, right no no no, all no, no, right. no, 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 ah! no, 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 There's Kevin, the oldest, Joe, the front man, Nick, the good one, Uh, Frankie, the bonus, oh, and Big Rob, up. my king. Your king? He's literally featured on several of their tracks. He counts.
1: Wasn't he on Burn It Up? Yeah. Okay. He
0: does He does the rap feature.
1: It was a pretty bag and rap feature.
0: I lip synced that, that song in front of my entire high school.
1: Oh yeah, you showed me yeah, that video. It's, it's a very it's bad on YouTube, video. It's right? Bad.
0: It's very go bad. go on YouTube
1: and find it. Um, all right, other news. So this has been all over the news, but um, Ariana Grande had a new music video that dropped, and it's been everywhere. I watched it. I analyzed it. Um, she also broke. The like YouTube record for the most views in twenty four hours. She got like forty eight million views in twenty four hours. Isn't... She
0: beat Gangnam Style.
1: Yeah, well, for, in twenty four hours, like not total, but like in,
0: So Gangnam in... Style still holds the record.
1: For, for number, saying. I don't know. I didn't okay. look it up. <laughs> okay. I'm just so
0: we have to protect Sai from Ariana Grande's war of of Ariana Grande of is views, a queen. She news. can do whatever she wants. She is a queen, she <laughs> is a queen but. All my other uh, Gangnam stylees out there. Go, go on that's YouTube. A horrible watch, I, name, I, that's a terrible one. fan That's a terrible fan uh, name. Gangnamers. I don't know. Stop I don't talking. I do If you Stop. like, if you like Gangnam style as much as I do, go watch it to keep that view. Uh, that view count. Watch up. it.
1: If you want, but that's not the point here. The point is she came out with a new music video for her song. Thank you. Next, which is referencing a lot, her past failed relationships. And everyone was like, oh my God, she's spilling tea in a song wild. And so she.
0: Yeah. It's like what Taylor Swift was trying to do with reputation, but good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, the music video got so much attention because she spoofed all of these movies from like the late 90s early 2000s that are all iconic rom-coms. Let's list them off. She spoofed Bring It On, the original with Kirsten Dunst, iconic. She spoofed 13 Going on 30, iconic. She spoofed Mean Girls, iconic, and she spoofed Legally there it Blonde. Is. So good. But, okay. So I watched it and I was getting all the references because I'm versed in the rom-coms of the early 2000s, but Of course. It like the video, I don't know. Let us know. What are your thoughts? Because I didn't think the video matched the song at all. No, not at all. I was like, what?
0: The song is basically what it is, is the song has been hyped up so much that she's like, I'm going to make a video to capitalize on this. And she made a video that was made to be hyped it doesn't match the song at all.
1: No. Well, the but only thing that matched was, like, the scene when she was like, I'm gonna get married or something. And then there was, like, well, almost got married. And then she was sitting, like, in the 13 Going on 30 scene when, like, she's sitting in the house and, like, blowing the wish. D- you know what I'm talking about. So, like, that scene was the only one that matched.
0: I, that I, I do know what you're talking about. You know the I'm,
1: exact reference I, I dropped. I know
0: exactly the scene you're talking about. And I'm not ashamed at all, actually. thirteen Don't going on 30. 13 Going on 30 is a genuinely good movie.
1: <laughs> it is a good movie. And Jennifer... One of Jennifer runner's uh best movie. Let's I'd not say. forget
0: what an absolute snack my man's Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo Ruffle was in that was
1: movie. In that movie. <laughs> oh, so good. But yeah, so the
0: absolute lad.
1: Also in that video, Chris Jenner made an appearance <sighs> at the end.
0: That was the worst part.
1: That was I thought it was funny.
0: easily the worst part Why it did you think the, it was the worst part? It was, it was was the most self-indulgent thing ever. It was literally the video going like, hmm. What can we make into a meme? What will the meme crowd like? I know we'll do Kris Jenner and put her in as a fictional, like spoofing a fictional character that was literally could not have not been modeled on Kris Jenner. Like Regina George's mom is Kris Jenner.
1: Yeah, but wasn't Regina George's mom, like, popular before Kris Jenner was popular? So, really, Kris Jenner is Regina George's mom.
0: Yeah, probably. All tricky. I know is that, like, I saw it, and I was like, okay, they clearly did this as a joke, and Kris Jenner hopped on it because she's like, I want to be famous.
1: She already is famous. She's yeah, trying she's, to get that Yeah, but she's cash.
0: working to stay famous. Oh, yeah. Kris Jenner is, but also, like, the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder.
1: Yeah, she's, like, kind of iconic for that, don't you think, though?
0: Sure.
3: Sure.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah. And then she had a lot of like uh, cameos from people in her old Nickelodeon show, uh, Victorious, that she used to be on. Um, So a lot of her old co-stars, except for that one. Oh, God. Victoria Justice. That's the main one, right? She wasn't in it. I never saw that show. Neither did I. I'm just really taking shots in the dark here. But (laughs)
0: like when I watched Nickelodeon, I only ever watched two shows on Nickelodeon as a kid and SpongeBob was not one of them. Really? It was literally, the two shows I watched on Nickelodeon, I was very much a Disney Channel slash Cartoon Network kid, Uh, but the Nick shows that I saw a lot of were uh, Jimmy Neutron and Avatar.
1: Okay. See, I didn't really watch Victorious, but I watched um, SpongeBob a lot, also Fairly Odd Parents, also... Timmy Turner! (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're getting off track, but... (laughs) But, yeah, so that's the, that's the news on that. Basically, she had a lot of, like, her old co-stars in it, and they were like, oh, my God, they're still friends. And then she, like, put some, like, Easter eggs or something in this, like, burn book in the video, and it was, like, hinting that she was the one who broke up with Pete Davidson. That was also all over the news.
0: I thought she did break up with Pete Davidson. They did
1: break up, but she was the one who initiated the breakup. Like, she broke up with him.
0: That, yeah, I thought that was common knowledge.
1: Was it? I didn't know it was common knowledge. I also I, don't care that much. Anyway, I also just
0: kind of assumed because I mean,
1: it's Ariana Grande. Of course, she's gonna break up with me, Davidson. In dang. that scenario, dang, it's true.
0: Oof, oof, big oof, big yike,
1: <laughs> big yike.
0: All right, well, that's that. That's that's the tea, I guess. But is it the tea? Is that the tea?
1: Do you wanna? Do you have something you could I say do. in the next four minutes? I
0: do. Um, so we like conspiracy theories. On huh? you're on good talk. So we it's all know the me. popular conspiracy theory that the moon landing was fake. And I say, please, that is for scrubs. Y'all still out here believing in the moon? There's no such thing as the moon. Why do you? Okay, so this theory goes, the moon is actually just a very convincing hologram that is shown up into the sky to mess with us. There's proof in the form of like a really poorly made youtube video that uh shows <laughs> really video it's made. super poorly made as are most things that have to do with conspiracy theories because people are nuts but yeah <laughs> there's a video that supposedly proves that the moon is fake because it films a glitch where the moon like flickers in and out for a little bit because obviously there was a power outage in the moon's electrical system so it was being projected very poorly for what a what are little you
1: bit. talking about <laughs> The moon's
0: not real cressy I'm There's at, no moon.
1: I'm going to have to disagree the, course, with you on no, that. Of course, no, the moon one. landing was
0: faked because there is no moon.
1: I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Well, I think they're You're
0: entitled to your opinion, but your opinion's wrong.
1: <laughs> Here on Good Talk, we believe in the moon.
0: Here on Good Talk, the moon is not real. You know we... You know, you know, Cressy, I think you're overlooking the tremendous social ramifications this has for the uh, tremendously put upon subclass. The social class of werewolves, because now see, people are afraid. So, what argument
2: are you <laughs> no, trying no, no, to make? No, pay? no, no,
0: no, 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 no. People are afraid of werewolves because they're like, "Oh, they're going to go crazy during the moon and eat my kids." But right? werewolves aren't going to go crazy during the full moon because there is no moon.
1: You know, here's a hotter take: <laughs> werewolves aren't real. But
0: That's the moon false. Is. <laughs> That's false. You cannot prove to me. You cannot look at the existence of Kurt Russell and tell me there's no such thing as werewolves.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. Did you see that on the, I don't know, do you watch Last Week Tonight with John Oliver? Sometimes. Okay, well, <laughs> spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen the episode yet, but Last Week Tonight with John Oliver bought, like, one of Kirk Russell's, like, old underwear that he wore, like, for a movie, and then they Russell bought-
0: Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. That was from Cinderella Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. His, it was
0: his boxing, like, Thing.
1: yeah it wasn't like they a, it.
0: it was his shorts like his boxing but shorts. here's
1: here's the kicker they bought it and then they gave it to a blockbuster the last blockbuster in alaska <laughs> no,
2: please to keep really. it open
1: but you know what the sad thing is is that, that blockbuster closed
0: what happened to the shorts what happened to the shorts
1: i think they got it back because then you'll have to watch the episode but like russell
0: oh god russell crowe
1: thank you i keep wanting to say like the man
0: was gladiator
1: yeah I don't know. It's just I keep forgetting his name.
0: Did you see did you see um Les Misérables like the movie? Yeah. Yeah, he's the he's the bad singer. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I thought he I thought that was Hugh Jackman.
0: Hugh Jackman is a phenomenal singer. Oh, sorry.
1: Okay. I'm sorry.
0: How No, 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 no. no, We're not just going to gloss over this. Did you see The Greatest Showman cuz the story I didn't see
1: The Greatest Showman. But the
0: singing phenomenal
1: remember how we did the greatest showman for a song and marching band yeah full circle <laughs> all right oh
0: god yeah i get it because this is a marching band show
1: yeah <laughs> anyway on that note we're
0: doing really good
1: <laughs> yeah we're all over the place. this is what dead week and like final stress does to you we oh just can't like pull together a segment <laughs>
0: I do. I do have more analyses of the world of Pokemon. If we need to fill time.
1: No, we're, we don't need to fill time. Okay. Okay. So it is ten thirty. So we are going to take a quick um, song break, and then we're going to come back and interview Greg, the Spirit Squad coach. So please keep submitting all of your questions online, Twitter. That's how we know you're listening, and we love reading your comments. So submit any questions to hashtag Good Talk on twitter or just tweet your thoughts i don't care or just listen do whatever anyway what song are we going to play
0: i'll answer that question with another question Cressy, what should i get you for christmas this year because like last christmas i gave you my heart (laughs) (laughs) and the very next day you gave gave it it away away.
2: this year
0: (laughs) here's last christmas by wham
1: A bop song. That
0: really does pop off, honey.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I forgot how good Wham was. It's... As did most of the world.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> hello! <laughs> We're back.
0: Oh, hello. Oh,
1: well, stop. Alright. You started to do it. I did start to do it. Okay. <laughs> hello, you are we are back and you are listening to Good Talk on Kerry eighty-nine point seven. A9.7, but before we get into our lovely interview with Greg, I think we need to uh, have the weather read, um, and we're gonna give Greg a pass on this one. We're gonna make uh, make you do it.
0: You're gonna hate this.
1: I I already hate it. <laughs>
0: So, wow, Iowa City. Stop! stop. Today it's a little chilly out, so I this is not
1: sexy. It's
0: 34 degrees, so it's not quite freezing. I'm gonna shut your mind You might want to snuggle up. I'll shut your i can't mic up. handle that. Okay. Hey there, Iowa City. It's a chilly 34 degrees outside. And it's a little special somebody snuggle on up with them. Get a little. A little friction going on. You know, maybe just keep warm, rub each other's hands, rub each other's arms. It's getting kind of spicy. big, thick coat? Maybe put on that big, thick coat so you look like the Michelin time. man. Or maybe even the Stay puff Marshmallow Man. Who knows? You just want to get mad thick for this coming. All right, we're done. No, 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 I ain't done yet, honey. I'm
1: done with you. We're getting sexy a bit. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with you,
0: and this is why we usually have the guests do that.
1: Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, welcome, Greg. What did you think of all of that?
4: I am. I'm glad I didn't have to do the weather tonight. <laughs> it's great that there was someone else to take that for me. And, yeah. Thanks so much. That's been for the fun team. first no half hour, and no no one's glad to be here tonight. me for that behavior in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thank you so much for coming on. It is a joy to have you on. I'm and glad learn, to be here. And learn more about you in the Spirit Squad. Go. So um, to start our interview, can you just tell us your name, um, where you're from, and how many years you've been the coach?
4: Sure. Uh, my name is Greg Nimick. I'm the Iowa Spirit Coordinator here at the University of Iowa. This is year 23 here. Wow. Um, so a couple, yeah, a couple at the University of Iowa. I was at Northwestern before this, and yeah, I coached at the high school and junior high level before that back in the Chicago suburbs. I uh, graduated from Northern Illinois, uh-huh. so no... Love Lost at all, and love the Hawkeyes. So yeah, there's no question there when we play. Um, but yeah, from the Chicago suburbs originally, and yeah, moved out here 23 years ago, and love Iowa City, and <laughs> love the students of Iowa City, love the aura of the games and everything. So, but awesome! Yeah, wow,
1: that's awesome. Okay. So, how about to start off, can you tell us how you became the coach of the Spirit Squad? Yeah. Like, huh. how, what's that process like? How'd you get it? And yeah. why have you stayed so long? Oh,
4: How I got here, I guess we'll start with that. I was a cheerleader. I mean, I guess that would yeah. probably <laughs> okay. be prerequisites to getting the job. Um, I coached at Northwestern, like I mentioned. Uh, the opportunity came to come out here to Iowa and potentially coach here. Uh, they brought me in for a game. Got to watch the cheerleaders got to talk to him at a practice on friday night and everything and sunday they asked me if i was interested in the job and i said yeah i mean i interviewed i mm-hmm. sent in the resume I, i'm yeah. interested and <laughs> they asked me when i could start i said well i have a weekend's worth of clothes i should probably go home get some more clothes in <laughs> chicago and drive back and i could be here tomorrow and they're like oh that works for us so yeah ever since then i moved back here i stayed in a friend's apartment for a couple of days until i found a place and been here ever since uh I just love the atmosphere. I love the community around Iowa City. My wife. I have three kids, and just the whole community is awesome here at the Iowa, Iowa City area. So,
0: I agree. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, as you mentioned, you've been uh, coaching a Spirit Squad for twenty-three years, which is quite a while, and I'm sure you've observed uh, some uh, many traditions over that time. So, like, what are some special game day traditions that like the Spirit Squad? participate in the spirit squad
4: uh i mean we are involved with a lot of things that the Hawkeye marching band is involved with a pre-game show i mean that's awesome to be included in that um out and about just the tailgaters that go on ahead of time uh we mingle around there we we sell our calendars but we also take pictures with people that are out and about and it's great to see those same people back week after week and entertain them and help to make their game day experience huge um yeah, I mean the the Iowa tradition. I mean that's something that since I've got here has been awesome to after a touchdown have seventy thousand people yelling Iowa and um, yeah, jump in with that. Love that uh, Vader that you guys play. I mean love that because it's something the crowd gets into. Uh, there's been a lot of fun things that have happened. Enjoy keeping those traditions going in Kinnick Stadium and hopefully more keep coming about as we keep going here. So
0: you mentioned the Iowa chant. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with W guy?
4: Yeah, I am very familiar with W-Guy.
0: Has he been here longer than you have? or?
4: I don't think he's been longer than I have been. No. Um, so he, his daughter, was actually part of the video crew for basketball. Oh, cool. So that's kind of, I think, where he kind of got involved with that. Maybe he was here before that a little bit, but that's when he kind of started wearing the, the W-shirt, says, I'm the W-Guy. Like, I don't Like know if there was a <laughs> W-Guy shirt before that. Um, but, yeah, he's here for volleyball, women's basketball, football. He's up in the stands up in the North End Zone, uh, the new North End Zone. Um, but, yeah, he's been around for a while, and I've met him a couple of times, and he's a great guy, and I'm glad he supports W because W doesn't always get the love that it <laughs> could when, you, when you've when got I, and it's a big big part. I mean, obviously around the student section, you got a lot of love there for I and getting the whole IOWA started for whatever sport it might be.
5: It's
4: a crucial letter. It More is. Very important. Right? Right? <laughs> Ow, uh, wouldn't quite have the same effect as I O W.
1: So, can you tell me what the like audition process is behind getting on the Spirit Squad?
4: So, uh, the Spirit Squad—I guess to clarify that—we've got the Iowa Cheerleaders, the Iowa Dance Team, and then also Herky mascot. So, yeah, so got what three are, like, areas there. The
1: Okay, so maybe what are the three different yeah, processes so, to
4: get on each one? Um, on the cheerleader and the dance end, is pretty pretty close to the same, though, as they're coming in from being high school seniors. They'll send a videotape to us uh, the, around March 1st, April 1st, uh, depending on the year. Uh, Jenny, who's the dance coach, and I will watch the tapes. She'll watch the dance ones, I'll watch the cheer ones. Um, and we'll just kind of make an evaluation to move them on to the on-campus um, selection process if they're if they're good enough and if they we feel like they could make the team um, with the tryout situation itself they'll come in they'll show us their tumbling their stunting their motions um, kind of just their overall spirit they'll do an interview with the coaching staff and get a, a a feel for what they're about and then we'll we'll pick from there the people that we want for the upcoming year this is usually in April or May so yeah we have them picked for the next year. Um, on the mascot end, we, we pick a number of people who are very creative and very, um, I don't know how to describe it, energetic, I'll say that, um, and they kind of represent Herky Security and the the, the mascot of Herky, so, so they, they have a, a different trial. It takes place earlier in the spring, um, basically once we get back from uh, winter break, we'll start their process and get them worked into getting used to everything they have to do to kind of take on that role iconic role it is quite iconic so yes
1: is it fun knowing Herky how is he yeah,
4: Herky's <laughs> awesome Herky's great I mean to, uh, to see him make a little kid's day or make uh, any Hawkeye age uh, make their day it's awesome so it's, we were just at a holiday party today and just these little kids like come up to him get about within a foot of him like screaming yelling like so excited and then realize that hey there's a seven foot bird in front of me and then like all of a sudden they're like <laughs> backing up and like whoa hold on a second that's a little t- too much, and, but no, I mean, Herky works it out and makes them love him, and so he's, he's fun. I love seeing that reaction from the kids, and then you know, have people that have been Hawkeye fans for 70-some years that you go and give them a high five, and that just made their day that Herky came up to him and, and did that for him at a basketball game. So We love Herky. Could yeah. be worse. It he, could be Purdue Pete. You know, Ooh. popular <laughs> opinion.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, Herky is the best mascot.
0: There was, actually, best no, there, there was actually a bracket. Um, I mean, it was done through like Twitter polling. So it's probably not the most accurate thing <laughs> in the world. But uh, it was going through like the best uh, mascots in college sports. And Herky made it very high in that bracket. I don't remember exactly when he got knocked out, but he was in like the final four it's or eight or something. Yeah. He he made it really far.
4: Yeah, That's Iowa Hawkeyes have a great following. I mean, across the country across the world, like wherever you go, you go into an airport or something and someone's always like, go Hawks. And oh, like, yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh,
1: yeah. It's definitely a thing.
0: Right. I think it's also nice that it's like, it's unique without being weird. So you've got like, <laughs> you've got the tigers, which are mascots <laughs> everywhere, everywhere oh, but yeah. like, that's cool. But then you've got like unique mascots, like the Boilermaker or the Billikin over at Slough. And those are, those are unique, but they're super weird. <laughs> um, But then you've got the Hawkeye, which is like, I mean, it's a bird. But nobody else is a Hawkeye, so... But it's a bird. A cool bird. It's an that awesome that dude bird. from He's MASH. A, he is an awesome bird.
1: <laughs> um, all right, so can you describe, like, what does, like, the Spirit... What did the Spirit Squad, or the cheerleaders, I guess, more specifically, what do they do? What do they all have to do? What does that look like? And what do you... do no we
4: also uh on our end we after tryouts get done we'll come back uh over the summer and practice like once a once a week or once a month for a weekend uh we come back for camp along with the dancers and mascots uh end of july and we go to a camp that has a bunch of different teams eight of the big 10 teams are up there um so we got good representation there it's up in wisconsin dells it's four days and we get taught by some of the best people in the country and what we do uh they got uh, other teams are like Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky up there, and it's just a great time to kind of bond with some other teams, see what they're doing, and learn from the best people in the country what they do. Um, but for us, once we get back here to campus at uh, the beginning of August, I mean, we're back when the football team is back, and we're back mm-hmm. before the marching band is back, and we're, we're getting ready to go because, I mean, our season really doesn't end again until April of the next year, so we got a lot of stuff to get ready for. But on a regular basis, uh, the cheerleaders, uh, we have practiced three times a week. So we'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday for three hours. Uh, they have lifting twice a week uh, in the mornings. Uh, they'll choose their days that they want to go in the mornings and lift. Uh, they've got study hall hours that they do. Uh, they've got kind of just like any other student athlete here at the University of Iowa. Um, on the cheer end of practice, we'll work on our partner stunts and our pyramids a lot, our basket tosses. where we we'll launch them in the air 30 feet, and they flip and twist and do all that fun stuff. Uh, tumbling, uh, crowd work. So we do a lot of stuff there. Uh, right now we're kind of transitioning from game things and football and some of the basketball stuff we've already started working in November to nationals practice. So now we're getting ready to compete for the University of Iowa. Um, dance team is going as well down to – disney world in january so a little bit of pressure for represent the university of iowa in the division 1a category which is the toughest category in the country and um yeah we're hoping to do really well down there and just excited to kind of get working on our routine because we've been busy doing everything for football and basketball up till now and november is a killer for us between doing football and volleyball is still going on from the fall, men's women's basketball has started, wrestling has started and the only sport that we help cheer for is gymnastics that's not involved in November. So the other 5 sports we do are all November sports and it's a busy month for us, so so we're glad it's December now. Sounds so. like
1: the cheerleaders are very busy.
4: <laughs> they are. They are very busy. Yeah. It, season never quite ends. Unlike every other sport that has a season that, hey, this is yeah. your three months that you do things and then you take a break. We yeah, from the start of school till April we're going, 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 going. So yeah, we're excited to represent <laughs> the University of Iowa. So Yeah.
1: Well, here is a brief grant spot. Support for KRUI is brought to you in part by the Englert Theater. The Englert highlights the talents of local performers, artists, ensembles, and also hosts regional, national, and international touring performances. The Englert is located at 221 East Washington Street. For more information, call 319-688-2653 or visit www.englert.org.
0: People. Oh, hey. oh. <laughs> Whoops. Whoa. Whoa. okay. Thanks Hello. All.
1: Welcome. Okay. <laughs> So Selva, why don't you ask Greg another thought-provoking question?
0: <laughs> yeah, here's a one that could get a little spicy if you uh deign to answer it. Have you ever had a favorite member of the Spirit Squad and are you allowed to tell us who it is? Or are there any like particular interactions with like the people you've coached from the past that like stand
4: out? I think mean, there's there's been a lot of great people I've been on the squad. Um probably most recently, I don't know if if you guys were around when Oz was around Oz, a cheerleader. Yeah, I mean, Oz was just a a fireball. He just is always energetic, always out there, just trying to get the crowd. Uh, Incredible stunter. He could do a back tuck and for a 200-plus-pound man to do a back talk is a big deal, and he, he's there. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a a male a couple of years before that, too. His name was Jason, and he'd just disappear at games. You're like, where's Jason? And all of a sudden, you'd see a, a section of the stadium or a section of the basketball arena is starting to do IOWA, and you're like, oh, there's where Jason is. He's over there somewhere. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, they, they – all are great and i think that's something that keeps me here for 23 years something that keeps us fun and keeps it um great to see males and females come in and grow i mean basically see where they end up four years later three years later depending how long they're with the program and stuff and on a daily basis just watching them hit new stunts or hit a new pyramid or be able to hit that tumbling skill that they've been working on so but yeah i mean there's there's ones that have stood out, and uh, overall, it's been a great group of people to work with and enjoy working with them and the dancers.
1: Do most of the people on the squad like do they usually stay the entire time that they're in college?
4: They usually don't. Actually, they, don't they usually like get it. busy with school and life, and that's. I mean, like everybody else here at the university, yeah. you're here to be a student, and yeah, that's something that's that um yeah i think they come in with this this grand vision that they're going to stay here all four years and it's going to be everything they put their energy into and you, you get busy with whatever it might be business or internships or if you're in the medical area you're trying to get time in the labs and stuff and so yeah i think a lot of them actually don't i mean uh, this year we have a big group of seniors we have six seniors which is probably the biggest group we've had in years uh, usually it's like two three sometimes four but have six seniors kind of go through the process has been awesome uh great leaders for the team this year and that's helped out a lot but yeah usually they get busy with other things they go to study abroad or something and if you're not here it's really hard to be a cheerleader <laughs> yeah. and doing what you're doing um so that, that makes it difficult a lot of times just internships and that's something you just need to do in life i think uh, 23 years ago no one was talking about doing inner internships or anything like that they were focused on what they were doing with the cheer squad and they were focused on their schoolwork here but not running around doing other things in other states or other countries or anything like that so
1: yeah interesting yeah so let's see let's go more to since this is a marching band show let's Hi, kind of t- band. hello go Mar- hmb yeah okay <laughs> so let's talk about like how does the spirit squad and the marching band how do they interact like what you know, what is the, what, do what things do we do together?
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, we travel a lot, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I guess we kind of owe that to our basketball and our yeah. football team. That's super. And, um, but compared to a lot of schools, that their programs are completely separate. Um, a good example at the Outback Bowl a couple of years ago, Florida was there. Their band was at the beach bash. You guys were talking mm-hmm. about a little earlier. Yeah. Band was at the Beach Bash. Their dance team showed up, but they weren't staying there. They were driving back home. I mean, they're close enough that they could drive back home. Cheerleaders were staying in the team hotel with uh, their team and stuff. So they were in three different places doing three different things, had no interaction whatsoever with each other. Um, I don't know about their mascots at all, but they weren't with either any of the groups either. So, um, yeah, I, I think our group gets along awesome, and I think it's really a unique situation in the Division One A college scenario that our marching band and our cheerleader spirit squads um do get along and i think a lot of it has to do with the travel and the ability to work together as a, a larger group you guys have 250 some we have 50 some like 300 people working together is a lot easier than 20 dancers and 20 cheerleaders and 240 mm-hmm. mass or uh marching band people. So yeah. So I think it's helped out a lot there. Uh Dr. Bush, I mean, he's he's great to work with. Before him, Kevin Castens was a great person to work with for the twenty years he was here. Um he got here after I had. So it's kinda sad to see him retire yeah. and move on and all that. And but yeah, I mean we keep in contact and I think that's something that is very unique for a Division One A school to have the relationship we have with the marching band. And um yeah, I mean sometimes it's Sometimes it's probably hard on the marching band end because you're waiting on us to get something done or we've got one more thing to do or there's five more pictures. If we waited for every time Herky needed another picture taken, we'd never get anywhere at any of these trips. But um, yeah, it's fun to work together and um, common goals. I mean, you guys play the fight song. We can't really do the fight song without you guys playing the fight song. And uh, the visual that we add to with us doing the fight song in front of you guys at pregame or at a bowl game or something, I think just adds to the excitement of everything for anyone who's... For the black and gold and the Hawkeyes, yeah. so
1: there's definitely a, a big camaraderie, I'd say, between us just because we perform together so yeah. often. Like yeah, true. pregame, there, I every time I like sky on the field, there's a spirit squad cheerleader, like we like, woo, let's go, oh like God. right next to me. Uh, so yeah, there. I think we do have a really good relationship yeah, with it. Definitely. You, re- we're very much around each other a lot. Yes.
0: Yeah. To be fair, we make it hurt for you guys sometimes too. I mean, why do you do that? Well, I don't know. You, you had to share the bus with the Susies on the last <laughs> trip, which yeah, meant that the so Spirit so Squad got to watch Holes Spirit. twice in a row. Oh, no. <laughs> Spirit Squad has to just witness all the weird crap that we do. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. Some of them were into it. I think they were okay with it. <laughs> it's a good movie. So, for
4: whatever reason, we always have to watch The, uh, the Office when we go on uh, way trips for basketball, when we go to tournaments. Like, <laughs> why? why? Is that not on every, like, <laughs> Uh, app or everything you can, you can, you can get watch the
0: office literally anywhere
4: exactly you can watch it on your laptop you can watch it on your phone like for whatever reason someone wants to throw that dvd in we're like can we just watch a movie like we'll watch one episode then we're moving on to something a disney something <laughs> like let's make it fun for everybody we got holes, that- <laughs> got holes. let's watch that again <laughs> one more time
1: so is the like um, cheerleaders and the dance team are they like because people in marching band are such like they become such close friends yeah. and you really make your best friends in marching band is it like that yeah,
4: in the I would say it's team? exactly the same there I mean a lot oh. of roommates with each other and a lot of them they will go on after and they go and get married and then all of a sudden you have this like a reunion <laughs> with all the cheerleaders at the wedding and for some odd reason the fight song pops on and <laughs> jumps up and starts doing it so but yeah I mean they are they're lifelong friends that um, just kind of build those relationships throughout their time here and um with us just like the marching band it kind of rotates through like you're not just there for four years you've got all these other people in between that that seniors that are graduating when you're a freshman and then you got some people when you're a senior that are only Mm -hmm. freshmen but so you got like a wide variety not just those four years you're there you got the people in front of you and the people behind you as well and no it's great they're a great group and i think they get along really well and into their future lives it's surprising how some kind of help others out in the work world later and Um, even that with uh, the tailgaters and stuff when we go around, it's amazing that you might run into somebody who's on an HR for a company that you're working for later and you're like, whoa, I know you from somewhere. Where is that? And they're like, I was a cheerleader at Iowa. are like, oh, yeah, you came by our RV and you used to sell us a calendar. You used to take pictures with us. And so, yeah, it's a good a good building relationship that they have.
1: So know. good camaraderie on the... Oh, yeah. Do the dance team and the cheerleading squad interact? Like, I mean, obviously they do. But, like, are they around each other all, as much, like...
4: Not as much as we once were. We used to practice at the same time. Now they practice at night. We practice in the afternoon still. Um, they practice on different days. Mm-hmm. Ah, so a little bit less than it used to be, but I mean, same thing where we have common goals and we're trying to get to the same thing as far as when we're at games and stuff it would very, very much make sense. If we were doing one thing, you guys were doing one thing and the dance team was doing a third thing and pregame show or something and everybody <laughs> wanted the spotlight. So I don't know, we work together well and um, Herky as well. I mean, I think Herky's maybe a little bit dependent on us too, because we get to put him in the air at times. So he's got to <laughs> trust us and keep him flying or... Keep him from flying off the golf cart at the beginning of a game too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wouldn't want that to happen. So, <laughs> oh, no. no pressure driving that golf cart out there with Herky on the back. And like, oh, I hope he's still what? back there. Out so. of
1: curiosity, if you're allowed to say, what happened to the golf cart? Briefly for a, for a while, he just got lifted. On, huh, right? Well, that was a thing that happened. Was being
4: lifted maybe before he guys, but he used to be carried out, and that was a big tradition. Like, yeah. that you're there is to be selected because somehow that was always the picture that ended up like getting out there was mm-hmm. herky being carried out and then um we'll go with corporate sponsorships and <laughs> okay. that's where the cart came in and okay. that's where the cart disappeared for a year and now it's back again so okay. we'll thank our, our friends at john Deere for that and okay. <laughs> thank you for the herky mobile um but yeah so that's kind of where it went and but it's fun i mean it's great to have that out there and Herky riding around I mean that's something the Herkies do that we didn't really bring up on game day is they'll be out uh, at 11 o'clock game they'll be out at seven thirty in the morning going around to tailgaters and taking pictures with people and then after the game uh, Herky will be out again and we used to call it the victory lap but I mean most most every game at home was victory I guess they're not all but most of them were and that's kind of where that came from but for about two hours after I'll drive the cart around with them on and we'll just pop up at a random like backyard that still has people in it and take pictures of people or stop by tailgaters that have people and i mean it's great because those people maybe never get that like face-to-face option to get a picture with herky or get a high five from herky because they're in row 70 and yeah. the w side or something or they're up in the press box or something so it's an awesome opportunity for them to interact with Herky a little bit and take pictures and yeah, I, mean, I don't know how many times we we listen to people go just one more picture, Herc. just one more. <laughs> like, yeah, that's thirty five pictures later, I mean, but that's okay. We'll still take that picture for you, and Herky loves you. He'll keep a smile on his face. So
1: Herky is a great guy.
4: Herky's a great mascot.
1: So it is the eleven o'clock hour. I think it is time for us to play another song. But before we do that, um, please keep live tweeting your questions for Greg to hashtag Good Talk. But what are we going to play for our uh, middle song?
0: Uh, Yes, this one was also selected by Cressy. This (laughs) is uh, Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney.
1: This is one of my favorite Christmas songs, so please enjoy.
2: The moon is right The spirit's up We're here tonight And that's
5: enough
2: Simply having a wonderful Christmas time Simply on, the feelings here, that only comes, this time of year, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, the choir of children sing there. Right
5: the spirits
2: up We're here tonight
1: great song overall. I love Paul McCartney. Anyway, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. You are listening to KRUI um, 89.7 Iowa City, um, and we are interviewing Greg. Hello, Greg. Hello again. <laughs> um, so... Selva, do you have any questions for Greg?
0: I do. From the Twitter world. I have one that was just tweeted, which I actually really like. It's from uh, probably our current number one listener, Melissa Myers, (laughs) uh, who has tweeted, uh, Greg, what is the end zone backflip record?
4: End zone backflip record. Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I would say you could probably fit like 20 back handsprings in there before you start worrying about the wall on the other end (laughs) um but yeah i mean i guess if you go on youtube you can see some people that like do back handsprings and don't go anywhere like circus ones and i guess you could do that but that's cheating yeah that is cheating that's not quite the ones we do so yeah i'd say about 20 if they started all the way on our our, on our sideline and went all the way across but they'd be really dizzy at that point and yeah Probably fall over (laughs) that'd be bad
0: on that topic, we have another one from Allison who wants to know. Hi, Allison. Greg, can you teach the Hawkeye marching band? I'm sorry. She said this very poorly. Greg, oh, can, wow. you, can you can teach? Sorry, this is written. Greg, can you teach the HMB marching band how to backflip?
4: How to backflip? Well, some of you have learned from it and... Some of you are currently working on it, so I, I will say yeah. I remember when you were yes. doing those clinics; that was pretty neat.
0: I, I saw a I bunch of the yeah.
4: go. Yes, and yeah. I mean, there's a couple that are still coming and working oh. on it, and not mentioning names because maybe they don't want to be mentioned. But yes, it's their yeah, secret. They, it's their secret. They're <laughs> coming in, and working on it still, just in case. And but yeah, um, that. And then you guys kind of took our Spinaruzas, Uh oh, the, yeah. the three-person thing, helicopters. Helicopters. The there we <laughs> yeah. go. Yep, yeah, that was. That was the one that you took and you're when they started to work on those you had some very interesting variations to oh that oh and what you God. thought it was and <sighs> I'm glad everyone survived that and everyone was safe and <laughs> no one killed each other doing those. But yes, I'm glad they're doing them the right way now and a little more safely. So
1: for those of you who may not know, our um, marching band mellophone section uh, decided to repeat, uh, try and do, and they succeeded at it at yep. one of the games. Mm-hmm. Do they call it a melicopter? But what is it actually? A spin- uh, we
4: call it <laughs> Yeah, we so have got r- someone sitting on the shoulders and then someone's holding onto their feet and then you just start spinning them in it. It would look like a helicopter. I would see that. So Melicopter works for their version of it. But yeah, I mean, something we do at basketball games, uh, we'll do it at volleyball games. We don't really do them too much at football, but yeah, when we're trying to fill some space and fortunately the last couple of games, we haven't done much of anything because it's either <laughs> raining or snowing out, but yeah. but yeah.
1: How does, like, I guess on that topic out of curiosity, how does weather affect like your the spirit squad? Like, because mm-hmm. it affects... I mean, it affects us because sometimes our instruments freeze and we yeah. can't play. We have to wear <laughs> coats. Sometimes we, like, I don't know. I remember there was one game. I think it was maybe the Purdue game four years ago where it oh, snowed. Snow, yeah. I couldn't even play my instrument anymore. Like, yeah. does how does it affect your team? Is it more dangerous to do yes. stuff? Yeah. yeah. I mean, a
4: safety issue, There's we wouldn't be doing it if it was wet out. So mm-hmm. the rain that we had at the tail end of the last game, we stopped doing stuff at halftime. And then uh, the game before, I don't want to say the cold as much as just the wetness like mm-hmm. the field being wet or uh, our area. I mean, if you ever notice that the the turf kind of crowns off from the top out to the sidelines and somehow we get the water on the edges. So, I mean, it's a lot better now since they redid it when it was natural grass. We'd be <laughs> yeah. literally standing in like ankle-high water at times. Yeah. And But, yeah, I, I think it's a safety issue more than anything else. And the cold, as we're bundled up, we have more layers on. So just making sure we can hold our females safely above our heads and <laughs> do that. So, but yeah, rain is probably one that prevents us more anything else and luckily we won't have to worry about any of that cold snowy <laughs> rainy stuff down in outback bowl. We'll, Speaking we'll of great old time. Bowl trips. Yes. Um,
1: you've been around for
4: over 20 years. Ooh.
1: What's been your favorite bowl trip you've ever been to?
4: So, I will say the outback bowl. The outback bowl is a great bowl and I'm glad we're going back there again. So, yeah. um, just it's very banned uh, Spirit Squad friendly. The events, the Beach Bash that we go to, uh, Bush Gardens, um, the beach the battle of the bands that we do there, if, that's, or if we're calling it a battle, the, the <laughs> yeah, friendly, a battle. Uh-huh. the uh-huh. friendly playing between bands uh, at Bush Gardens, um, and then also the parade in Ybor City is awesome on oh, uh, New yeah. Year's Eve. Going out and walking down there, which is like a New Orleans type of thing, where they're throwing beads at you and you're on cobblestone, and then you end that with another battle between the bands at the end of that which is awesome so outback is awesome it's great to be in an nfl stadium with a big ship on the end and Mm -hmm. all that the parachuters that come in and bring the ball and stuff and then as you guys mentioned earlier they outback the the blooming onion and the (laughs) coconut shrimp that are walking around the sideline taking pictures with our mascots you're like oh man how did you pull that strata get to be the shrimp today but um they seem to have fun doing their job so yeah i mean I, i would say that the rose bowl parade awesome rose bowl as a whole and the time we spent there eh, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I had really high expectations of that and that took me i actually came here from northwestern the year i left northwestern was the year they went to the rose bowl way back when and i was like oh i was the football school i thought i'd get there a little quicker but yeah. 20 years later i got to go to the rose bowl which is awesome and uh incredible opportunity to say we got to represent the big 10 at the rose bowl um back when we used to do the Alamo bowl that was fun too i'm um, being on the the river, the river walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. The ho- Our hotel was connected to it. The team hotels were all connected to it. The pep rally was on the river. So yeah, that was another fun one. But yeah. So that Back to awesome. the Outback is great. I'm glad we're going back there. And for your guys' is last time around. It'll, It'll be fun. fun so It'll be fun.
0: I actually enjoyed that parade more than the Rose Bowl parade. More oh, than the Rose yeah. 100%. Parade. Mostly because yeah. like, it's not that the Rose Parade wasn't great. It was very good. And uh, there was no boring part of it. But it was just so long. <laughs> Oh my god it was so long.
1: Oh yeah, that's the the said this before I've said it again. Glad I did the rose bowls, very prestigious. You can let me go back. So awesome. <laughs> Would not want to do it again. They can go next year. They can go next year. <laughs> <laughs> I want we'll them to go next year. But we'll that back, back bowl, sign me up. Sign the me area up. of
0: town that the, that parade is in, like like Greg mentioned, is through this like these cool cobblestone streets, very yeah. New Orleans type type mm-hmm. feel. It's a really neat area of town. There's all these super old buildings and just like it, it, all these streamers and flags up everywhere. It looks really cool. Oh, I like I it. A fun it's Fun
4: cool. time. I'm-
1: so Selva, do you have any Twitter questions or any other?
0: Uh, let's see. We have Bill misspelling my name. Oh, um, Bill.
1: I think here's one that that is interesting. Um, yeah. Okay, so what is the worst injury you've either experienced Ooh. yourself or seen?
4: Oh, <laughs> well, knock on wood. I haven't had any too serious injuries, so that's a good thing. We'll avoid that one. Um, there, I saw a boy, uh, a male, do a back tuck once and break his ankle. Ugh. So, and it was, yeah, once he, like, stopped reeling in pain, and you could see that was facing the wrong direction. You're like, ooh, that was pretty bad. Yeah, <sighs> we'll we'll kind of have the paramedics take care of that. And yeah. so, but yeah, it wasn't anybody that was on the team, but it was just somebody else that had wanted to learn how to do back tucks and oh, just didn't okay. do it quite as well as they should have. And, um, yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't anybody marching band either just a random person that, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, when you go down to competition, every so often you'll see some randomness. Someone get an elbow to the face or something, bloody nose, broken nose, that type of thing. So, but, yeah, usually it's, it's a rather safe production by the time you get to that point. If you're competing and doing something over and over and over for months on end, it should be pretty close to ready to go, so...
1: This is a question that I just thought of from myself mm-hmm. that I would like to know. No? I have seen a lot of cheerleading movies. <laughs>
4: oh, I've done this no, one all, false. all false.
5: All uh,
1: false. Okay. But... Have you? Have which ones have you? Like, if you if you've seen any, are oh, there yeah. any that are accurate at all? <laughs> and um, if they aren't accurate why are they inaccurate
4: so so most of them have accurate parts and I mean bring it on series has accurate parts but a lot of the skills they're doing at their level they're not allowed to do those things they're doing a lot of collegiate level or I mean not even collegiate like beyond legal things to do Mm -hmm. I mean as far (laughs) as like throwing people in the air and doing triple twists and all that stuff so uh, yeah I mean they kind of take it a little bit to the next level because it's the movies and they mm-hmm. want to but They're bringing yeah. it on, bring bring it it it. on. Bring so um but yeah i mean they they have people uh, for the most part they have very talented people and that i don't know if you guys know but that went on to be a broadway show actually too. bring it on and they hired oh, wow. a lot of people that the camp that we go to uh, a lot of people at work that were in the actual broadway show because they had to be able to do that seven days a week eight times or nine times depending how many shows they had i guess and on Broadway but they'd be able to do that and throw people in the air and catch them and tumble and all that so but yeah uh, I, for the most part yeah it's always taken a little bit further the level just mm-hmm. because they have to make it exciting to have people watching whoa can't believe cheerleaders can do that I mean the Wolf fall the hardest thing ever like their version of it and bring it on <laughs> is not really the Wolf fall. it's <laughs> a a uh, made-up version of it. But, yeah, I mean, you got to make it sound cooler than it is. And, yeah, well, I mean, Bring It On was a great series. And something tells me it won't end. We we rented one. Uh, it might have been last year on our way to Nebraska, I think it was. And I don't even remember what the latest one. is, was straight to DVD, Bring It On. And <laughs> oh, we are yeah. like, Bring It On, hashtag versus the world or something. Oof. like, whoa, look what we found in Redbox. And we rented it and watched it. We're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Right. That's one of those things you gotta do as a cheerleader is watch those things. Watch like, the
1: yeah, cheerleading yeah, movies. Yeah. I mean, I'd say there's. I can't. I only can think of one movie American about Pie Band Camp. That one and then Because <laughs> that
0: movie is awful.
1: That one and then Drumline are like the two I can think of. Drumline's better.
0: Drumline's a good but movie. American Pie Band Camp was hyped up to me so much when I was in high school band and I just <laughs> never saw it. And then my freshman year, a bunch of us got together in like one of our dorm rooms and we watched American Pie Band Camp and I was blown away by how absolutely terrible (laughs) everything in that movie is the writing terrible the just like the the cinematography bad the acting awful the whole movie is just so bad i'm sorry i this is not what this is still rented it Ah, you
1: still watched it so (laughs) it was my idea it was very bad all right so greg enough about cheerleading Tell us about you. What That's are some of your me? Ho- what are some of your hobbies? What do you do when you're not thinking about cheerleading? Oh my, the is there hobby? time for that? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. know. You tell me. You tell me.
4: So well, I mean, I guess a lot of it is spent with my family now. So mm-hmm. my wife Jenny, and then we have three kids. Um, my daughter Emily is in high school over at West High, and she's a cheerleader. So maybe Running my wife was a cheerleader family. as well. Family so, business. Is that how you, is that how you met? It thinking? is how we met, yes. Oh, my gosh. It is. Is there a story behind that? Maybe. Oh. Um, Ooh. So, and then Ashley's our middle child, and she's into baton and stuff. So, I don't know if there's golden girl future in her time, oh, but that'd be cool. a lot of work in between now and when she graduates from high school, six years from now, but maybe. And then we have a son who's 16 months old today, actually. So, um, and he's great. He's fun. Learned how to walk uh, the week of our bye game. So, September 20-something, he learned to slowly take a couple steps and now he's like running around the house and there's no stopping Aww. him. He has no interest uh-huh. in crawling anymore. He just runs everywhere. So, but yeah. So, my wife and I did meet teaching camps. So, that's cute. Yeah, it, was, it was, yeah, it was kind of. Love at first sight, if you want to call it that. So, uh, (laughs) went there and worked camps, and then I actually proposed to her at a camp, and I had 400 kids help me with that. A cheerleading love story, a cheerleading proposal. So, and the person that was videotaping it never got us the videotape, so we have no proof of it. But yep, we were. It happened.
1: But now we we recorded you saying it happened. So now there's it happened world.
4: But yeah, no, it it happened. We yeah, when we're when we do camps and stuff, teach camps. At the end of the day, we do awards every day, and the staff goes off to go warm up some fun stuff. Like you see us doing at games, throwing people in the air and building pyramids and stuff. And so I was in charge of the camp, and the staff went off to go warm things up as we were talking to the kids. And I'm like, I I need your help with something, guys. And they're like, Sure, what is it? Yeah, I mean, a 400. (laughs) You bring it on. There you go. Bring it on. Bring it on. Like 400 <laughs> excited people in a gym. You're like, they're just ready for the day to be done after cheering for 12 hours straight. And it's like, I just need you guys to say, Jenny, will you? And then I'm going to call off one of the fun chants that we do and stuff. Cause I'm not sure what other ones they will do as they do the awards and, they're like, yeah, that'll be fun because my wife is really quiet. And so they're like, ah, that'd be great to see her get up there and do one of the chants. And like, yay! So they're all into it and got done with awards and kind of worked our way. The there's another person in charge of the camp with me, so she was working with me to get the microphone and everything up to where it needed to be. And so we got to that point where we're doing this and kind of bring up to the crowd, like, hey, you guys got anything to ask for? And like Hey, Jenny, will you? And at that point, I was kneeling next to her and asked her if she'd marry me. And Aww. kind of just this jaw drop, like, is this happening right now? And the the audience is all like, they think they're going to get a chant off of it. They're like, oh, my gosh, Jenny, quiet Jenny's going to do a chant. And, and then this happens. On top, and they like, oh, what just happened? So And then she did say yes. And then all the girls in the camp were like, oh, my gosh. And, <laughs> Uh, as staffers at camp you have a certain like maybe 20 25 that you're in charge of that or your little sisters mm-hmm. little brothers that you talk to at the end of the day so they just they just want to take pictures with her at that point they didn't want to talk anymore like yeah uh, so exciting and my my parents i was at northern illinois my parents were in the audience in the back and we had someone videotaping and they just never got us that tape so so if you're listening out there we need that tape uh, get the so, tape get the tape so yeah well, so it's all within the cheerleading world so
1: uh. That's adorable. No. Oh. I love that.
4: No. Oh.
1: Here is a brief
0: PSA.
2: I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. A lot of people know him as
0: Keyboard Cat. That's just one adoption story that started at a shelter. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.
1: Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, So... Enough with the Twitter questions. Let's get to the questions that there's we... There's none left anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no! Live tweet game week. Um, but let's get... Melissa, to... you're doing amazing, sweetie. No, Melissa is always <laughs> okay. a queen. Queen of my heart. Um, all right. But these are questions that we ask every single person that's on our show, no matter what. Um, Uh-oh. So, this one, how about... Do you... You know all the sections of the band, right? Do you... Yes. Okay. So if you could be in a section in the band, could play an instrument, be in the marching band, what section would you be in and why?
4: So I'll go two ways on this. One, I played clarinet, so I, oh, I would yeah. have to go with the woodwinds and clarinet a little bit on that end, but uh, drumline is awesome and I think that'd be so mm-hmm. cool. I mean, yeah, go back to the drumline movie. It wasn't <laughs> the best movie, just I think that's awesome that drumline can kind of just bust out and... <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean i think that'd be really cool to be able to do that like to be able to play percussion and the, mm-hmm. at the ability level that they do and that's amazing like as they just kind of go off on a riff for like five minutes you're like holy cow like their arms got getting tired there and they just get one and go and mm-hmm. yeah, i think that's really exciting watching even with my daughter playing in the high school band, like their drum line always kind of, at the end, they're always doing something else. And you're like, oh, yeah, stay for 10 more minutes because the show's not really over. The drum line's still doing something. So, yeah, I'm really impressed with the drum line. So, don't no mean to leave any other sections out. Love y'all. But if I had to choose <laughs> one, sweet. drum line. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, drum line, they, they put a lot of hard work into all of that. They do Definitely. a great job. Um, Silva, why don't you ask another question? All
0: righty. So, We've been asking this one pretty much since the uh, revelation that uh, <laughs> the, the animal that we had all assigned to uh, Mr. Caston's, of course a koala, uh, was not the animal he saw himself as. He believed himself to be a wolf. So ever since then, we, <laughs> yeah. uh, we've been asking all of our guests not only what animal they believe they are, but what animal they believe our esteemed director, Dr. Bush, is. And for uh, a little background, uh, Cressy sees herself as a dachshund whereas because they're they're cute and funny looking oh okay Um, was that not why was that not why
1: no because they're like cute and energetic okay they're cute
0: and energetic sorry mine was funny looking because i i think i'm a pelican (laughs) because it can also just fit a stupid amount of food in its mouth um but uh a lot of the popular ones for uh dr bush have been things like you know wombat uh hedgehog's very popular i liked shark that one came out of left field uh, and a teddy bear, of course. Uh-huh. And the bear
1: from Ted's. Specifically, uh, specific, the specifically from Ted. Ted the
0: teddy bear. So not just a teddy bear, but one uh, that's like sentient and voiced by Seth MacFarlane. Uh, but, <laughs> but in your opinion, good one. what hmm. animal are you and what animal would Dr. Bush be?
4: Hmm. Well, didn't really think about that ahead of the show. Um, I, I, I'd see myself maybe as a German shepherd. It's very um, that's trustworthy and very guarding of everything. Like I... I feel like when we travel together like i always feel like there's that you never know what we're going to get into when we're going different places so not only my own squad but also the marching band just like i don't know just always being on sentry and always kind of being ready for whatever's coming next and that type of thing i think german Shepherds are very loyal in that way and very um protective in that way dr bush huh when you when you started saying that i was like where am i gonna go with this I'm, i don't know and I, in a way i see a, a tiger a, a Ooh, bit whoa. Ooh. Um and I don't know I, I think that I think his first year here he's still kind of held back a little bit and I, I think Tigers are that way a little bit where they're they're ready to pounce on the prey but ready to go and I think that I think it's something that as as he has his time here he's gonna bring out a lot of great things out of the hockey marching band and I think that's gonna come out and um in his roar and everything that he does and all that. So I don't know. I'd say tiger. Mm. Do you
1: agree with, so Kath, the whole band, I don't know if you were aware of this, but when Castens was our director, everyone was like, he is a koala a hundred percent because he's like short and he's like got gray hair and he like goes to the top of the ladder and he conducts us. <laughs> the mustache like, had a lot. To the do with mustache it and he's just great. And koalas are great, but, but he saw himself as a wolf. So do you, I mean, you're very close friends with,
0: I am.
4: I am. So that's right? a that's a really hard one to answer. Yeah, Maybe so, more so than Doctor Bush. So, do you agree that
1: he's a koala, or do you think he is a wolf, or think, something else? I think
4: he's got a little bit of both in there. I mean, on a <laughs> on a, a visual end, I can see the koala. I mean, when you just explain it that way before, when you said it, I was kind of I'm not sure where that was going, but now you describe it just that way. But uh, on that Sam end, I can see a lot of I mean, what he's brought from his experience and everything he's done. I can see that wolf part of like. He's been a lot of places. He's seen a lot of things and um yeah, I think that I think that that could be true as well. So yeah. I mean I could see both of them in there. How's that? Yeah. Staying as is, is neutral, neutral as I can on that. Yes. But no, I mean he he's great and yeah, again, we've known each other for twenty some years. Um so yeah.
1: All right. So before we ask our last question, I did want to ask another question because we do mm-hmm. have a few more minutes. All what right. has been <laughs> Your favorite memory of all time working with um, Hawkeye Athletics as the Spirit Squad coach, if you can of think of
4: one. all time, just
1: like the when you think of your career with the Hawkeyes, what's a moment that stands out?
4: Hmm. That is an interesting question. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if it, it comes down to one one poignant thing. I mean, every bowl game we've been to has been really awesome and. I I would go back to one of those just because of the immensity of those. Um, But I think it would go back to the fact that um, my dad had always brought this up is that when you're at a big 10 school, every game is a big game. Like even if we're not ranked, the team that we're playing is probably ranked or most likely will be ranked sometime during the season. So if it's basketball, it's football. So just the the enormity of being a part of the big 10 as a whole and being able to represent with what we do with the spirit squads or what you guys do with the marching band, like, it's a lot bigger than we are um but just being able to do that I mean I could be at a community college somewhere back in Illinois right now living in my parents basement and I'm not I'm (laughs) at a big 10 university representing a vision 1a school across the world I mean there's the opportunity for us to go anywhere so I, I don't know if there's one particular one I mean being able to work with great coaches I mean Kirk and Hayden Fry before him um you got Fran McCaffrey now but you got way back when Tom Davis and Steve Alford and those that were before him and um, to be a part of the Brands Brothers with Wrestling Now and Dan Gable. I mean, when I came here, Dan Gable was here. Hayden Fry was here. Tom Davis was here. I mean, those were like some glory years of, uh, of Hawkeye sports and we're back there now. And I think it's awesome to be a part of that all. So, but I don't know, I guess just the enormity of being a part of a Big Ten school is what I, I would remember from it all which i mean i know it was a very generalized thing but yeah i mean just taking it all in going wow i could have i don't know been working at mcdonald's or something or doing something else yeah. i mean i could have been using my degree in college and <laughs> i'm not i'm a division 1a big 10 school so i think it's just been just that opportunity so. what did you you major in uh so i started as a russian language major actually oh, and no kidding i did i i uh, had it for four years in high school and went three years in college and then didn't think there was any future in that so i switched oh. over to <laughs> no keep going with yours keep studying <laughs> okay um so yeah, I switched over to uh, what was sports business. It was like in its infancy at that point. So it was basically a combination of physical classes and business classes. The weed out classes of all of those made into a major at the time. Now I mean it's a lot more, it's a lot more major now. They've kind of thought through it a little bit. But yeah. yeah, I was just taking those classes and taking anatomy and being with physical education majors that were taking it for the third time, and I'm like. Help. It's still the same body. Nothing's changed in there. You should know these things. I'm taking business classes. I'm um, like accounting and people taking it the third time. be like, yep, you're a business major. You should be able to add numbers up. This is probably important for you. But yeah, so that, that's where I was. But yeah, it actually started as a Russian language major and just wasn't sure where I was going to go in my life with that. And I uh, was after a lot of conversation with my high school mentor, my high school teacher, just saying, hey, there's so many opportunities. And I'm like, just not seeing them. And, but yeah, if I did that, I'd. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be on here. the show with you guys right exactly. now. I wouldn't be at the University this is of the Iowa. This is it. I got here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo. Now I can retire. Oh, so. <laughs>
1: Finally, this is the peak. All right. So um, before we ask our last question, we ask this to every every single guest. Um, you can. Some people don't answer. Oh, but you should.
0: No answer. Some people don't answer. Some
1: people, no people, people kind of like or like, mm, I don't know. Some people just straight out answer and just uh, God, I, love the gossip, but... Can we you can
0: not answer, music? but you will be judged for your cowardice. The music.
4: Uh-oh.
5: <laughs>
1: but before we ask that last question, um, before we break, please be sure to um, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You will get all Good Talk updates from there. Um, that's at Good Talk on Twitter, uh, G-O-D-E talk, and also the same on Facebook. Also, um, if you're interested in Selva's personal lives and our thoughts on things, um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cressy Good. And Selva's, <laughs> Selva's usernames are at type one dia yeet There it is. <sighs> and instagram at swamp daddy selva because he loves shrek and he's got type one diabetes and he loves the word yeet so that's more your fault than anything yeah that's true i love that word um also um please listen to our dear friends kamal and trisha take 5 11 p.m on thursdays if you're interested in that it's a very positive uplifting show also we've got a lot of fun programming on carrie Wet, so listen to that um, yeah, we
0: gotta. There are other shows. We always pub uh, Kamal and Trisha's show because they're close friends, friends of ours. Yeah. But uh, some other good shows you can check out. Our joke local is a uh, a local show. That one's pretty good. And uh, I for, I always forget the name of the one. It's like local local tunes. Local is Tuesday tunes. night. They're local good tunes too. is very good. And all these can actually be found on our SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash krui. Yeah, uh, we each you can have our own playlists for episodes. like different shows. So we have like we have currently. I think we're up to forty two recorded episodes. So if you want to listen to Good Talk for like a full two days, <laughs> you can you can do that. I don't know if I recommend
1: <laughs> that, but you can. Okay. But Salvo, why don't you ask Greg the final question?
0: All right, here it is. Final question.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Uh so out of every section in the Hawkeye Marching Band. Which is your least favorite and why?
4: Oh, my. Well, that wouldn't be very nice.
0: That's the idea. Let's see. <laughs>
1: That's the love spill on the tea. Who
4: was last on our bus on our last trip? <laughs> and we'll take it from there. Hmm. Who would that be? Um,
1: I sense a section is, who really likes it. Is the show
4: over yet? <laughs> Have we, are the mics still on?
1: I sense a
0: section that um, has an affinity for the movie Foles. Oh, my. It's a a fantastic work of film.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There is not a bad section in the Hawkeye Marching Band. How could anyone say there's a bad section in the Hawkeye Marching Band? Well, most of them are in the band.
1: (laughs) We don't actually dislike any... section in the band. I don't actually
0: have... Except the ones or. that we do. We Uh-oh.
1: love everybody, but we also love the comedy. Good, mm-hmm. talk,
0: good talk doesn't hate any sections in the band.
1: Yeah. No, we love, we love interviewing all of them. So... Once again, thank you so much, no Greg, problem. for coming on so late. Um, it was such a pleasure to hear oh, all about you and the Spirit Squad and the cheerleaders and all of the above.
4: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, and good luck with your last show, final show of the semester next week, and yes. good luck to everybody with Dead Week and finals. And yeah. Yes.
1: But Selva, what song are we going to close on? Um, and I hate it, by yeah, the way. so speaking
0: <laughs> of holes, oh. uh, this one is sang by Madame Zeroni herself, Eartha Kitt, and it is her, basically it's like it's like a Christmas version of that one time that Marilyn Monroe went to the White House and sang like a really sexy version of Happy Birthday to the President. Uh-huh. This is Eartha Kit singing Santa Baby.
1: I hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> Please tune in next week. <laughs>
3: boom boom. Sorry, tonight?